Hello and welcome to episode two of Behind the Scenes Chasing Dreams. In this episode, I'm going to take you through a busy week in my life, in my work life, my personal life. There's been some tears and tantrums this week and there's also been some really good news. So I hope that you enjoy it. So I'm going to take you through the week beginning Monday the 31st of January and ending on Sunday the 6th of February. So I'll be talking about the things that I've been up to, how I've been, how I juggle the children, where they are and what I'm doing each day. So let's start with Monday, Monday the 31st of January. So it's worth noting that my husband gets up for work around half five. He works um, six until three, Monday to Friday. So he gets up for work around half five and then the kids get up on a good day around six. Sometimes it can be before six or they can accidentally get woken up by my husband at half five. And then it's my responsibility then from when he goes to get me ready, both of those ready. They have breakfast here. I generally don't have breakfast here. I'll eat on the go or at the salon or at the office but I get us all ready and I get us all out of the house for quarter to eight. Now they are toddlers, uh, three and four, so some days are traumatic and some days go smoothly. Monday went smoothly. So I dropped them off to nursery for eight o'clock on time. I am actually on time most days. I've got it like down to a T now. And my car was in for a service that day and the service centre is literally a 10 minute walk from my office. So I dropped the car there um, and then I'd be going back to collect that at midday. So I walk down to the office um, and on Mondays, most Mondays, I mark work. So anyone that does a online training course through Naked Weave, the work is marked by me. Um, and then I usually like catch up on emails and have any to-dos, do look at the marketing and stuff like that. But today I wanted to test out my new podcast equipment. I hadn't recorded any podcasts at this point and I really wanted to test out how to use the mic, how to record and do stuff like that. As I was about to do that, I get an email and it's from a professional company that look after some professional things for Naked Weave and it was a revelation that they hadn't been doing what we'd asked them to do properly. So I was on the phone dealing with that, I was sending emails, um, dealing with the responses from that and it was actually quite stressful. So the podcasting equipment did not get tested at this point. Anyway, so I cracked on with marking the work, um, got all that done. I just wasn't in the mood to do anything fun and, you know, nice that I wanted to do, like testing out the new podcast equipment. Um, I was just in a bit of a foul mood at that point. And then to make matters worse, um, we've got an ongoing complaint against us at the salad. Not against me, but anyway, it's a complaint that is we totally deny and I'm not actually worried about it but again it's emails back and forth um that are very stressful and just annoying they're not fun it creates stress so then I was dealing with that I was like oh my god two horrible matters to deal with first thing in the morning I've not tested my podcast equipment so I decided to do something that was going to cheer me up finish marking the work, get out the office. I went and got my car from the service station and I went to look for a new car. My car deal is coming to an end and I've got to either pay my balloon payment or hand it back. So it was time to start looking for a new car. So I went to the Land Rover garage because I've got a Range Rover Evoque. I've had them now for about eight years um, and I wanted another one. So I test drove one. It was newer than mine, not a new car. 
um, it was a manual um, within budget I liked it put a deposit down on it left it with them to go and check it with the finance company then I just decided to go back to the office and go and test out the podcast equipment which I loved I learned how to set it up tested the sound tested like editing and I was like oh really excited to start doing this um, and then what happens is around about five o'clock actually quarter past five we meet back at home and this is like on the nursery days so nursery days are Monday Tuesday Wednesday and Friday my day off with them is on a Thursday Alex is day off with them is on a Saturday and we kind of have a family day on a Sunday and obviously I do take days off um, random days um, on Saturdays sometimes as well and chill with them but yeah that's kind of usually how the week goes so yeah nursery days we meet back at the house at quarter past five we'll hop in one of the cars and we'll try to go and get the kids together once a week usually on a Wednesday I'll work late so it was Monday so met Alex back at the um, house and we went to get the kids they'd had a really good day at nursery we usually get back about six or just before six so we have a couple of hours chilling and playing with the kids giving them a snack um, sometimes giving them a bath before bed um, and then chilling I kind of did no work a little bit of social media because I always do a little bit of social media in the evenings Alex went to the gym um, and I just had a relaxing night I was a little bit anxious when I went to bed if I'm honest because of the you know the emails and stuff that I'd been been dealing with back and forth forward on that day and do you know what if I've had a stressful day or anything stressful um, I usually think about it when I go to bed so I was thinking about it when I went to bed it's actually nothing worrying. The only thing that was bothering me is what I wanted to be sorted wasn't sorted there and then. And obviously some things take time to get sorted. So they're the kind of things that make me anxious is when things are not sorted. So I did go to bed feeling anxious that night, but you know, it's one of those. <laughs> so Tuesday morning, Tuesday the 1st of February, I decided to start using my manifesting um, stationery that I'd got from Dolls Destiny very kindly she sent me that um, and I was like right I want to manifest getting my new car everything's going to be fine with my new car um, started using the 369 method for that if you don't know what it is you can look it up then went into the salon to do a set of hair even made a nice reel with the set of hair I was really happy with the set of hair um, that day and then after fitting somebody's hair, I had to remove somebody's hair. First complaint that I've had in about six years on hair quality. One of my regulars, really lovely about it. I'm really, you know, kind and on their side when it comes to like um, any sort of complaints where it's like not our fault, um, but I can do something about it, like contacting the supplier and whatever. So I sent it out, took it out, and I actually rushed back to the office to give it to Samantha, who's my amazing PA and office manager, to send back for me. Literally, don't know what I would do without her. So little jobs like that, she really, really helps me with. Um, and I was rushing because I had an appointment in Birmingham with um, a girl called Nishkin Hair. She is an amazing like Afro hair specialist. Um, I've been following her page for a while. I noticed that she was really, really good at weaving. And she actually sells Afro textured um, hair extensions um, which not that many people sell so anyway I'd approached, approached her previously to do a collab with me I said how about I teach you naked weave and you fit me a naked weave but with your afro textured hair so that it would match my textured hair um, and then it's going to like encourage more 
people that do afro hair to come and do the naked weave and it's also gonna help her to get sales of that textured hair and just really really you know expand our reach when it comes to the type of people that we train um so yeah i went to see her um had a consultation we did had a wash and blow dry she was really really nice we got on really really well she's like really like um motivated and i seen like a lot of me in her personality traits like she sets herself goals she was telling me what her goals were for the year and i was like really excited that i was like gonna be a part of them and it was a really really like lovely um time for me unfortunately i didn't get to just relax i was on my phone dealing with bits and bobs um back at the office as you do um and then actually it was whilst i was there that i got some really good news um confirmed and it's something that i known about but it wasn't solid confirmed until um that afternoon so basically the week prior beautyworks had messaged me on my personal profile said we've got um a job that we think you'd be good for um it's paid um it's going to be part of a team of 14 stylists and we really like your work send us your number let us know if you're interested and i was like oh wonder what that is i don't really have much of my like hair work on my personal page so i was really happy that they'd they'd contacted me and obviously it's a brand that i use they're one of the biggest hair extension companies ever um so anyway replied straight away gave my number um the person whatsapped me and said basically we are heading up the hair for the pretty little thing london fashion event um hosted by molly may we need 14 hairdressers and can we pencil you in so i was like oh my god doing hair for the pretty little thing fashion event in london hosted by molly may for beauty works like i don't really do much hair outside of the salon um so the fact that they'd even asked me and was penciling me in i was like okay yeah sure um i would have done it for free but they were offering me a fee um and then i just didn't hear nothing back from them but anyway whilst i'm sat in nishkin hair having my hair done i get a notification that i've been added to a whatsapp group so the whatsapp group was called plt x beauty works like what and the message said that basically just want to let you all know sorry for the delay you are confirmed to work the pretty little thing london fashion event on the 16th of february we'll let you know the looks at a later date i was like oh my god shit i looked through all the names all the pictures to see who i'd be working with i recognized some of the names and faces and i'm literally honored to be in a whatsapp group with them on a job with them it's just for me i don't really do work outside of the salon and outside of teaching so this was a really 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 big deal with me and i just feel a little bit nervous i'm still a little bit nervous because i feel like not that i'm doubting myself like my pa samantha said to me like calm down because i was like oh my god what if i can't do it what if i'm not good enough she was like they wouldn't have picked you so i'm working on trying to be confident and just go out there and kill it but i can't help but be a little bit nervous the people that i'm up against they do that thing on a regular basis this is kind of new to me to do like event hair um so i've just got to go out there and give it my best shot and remember why they booked me i guess so it was confirmed i'd just been booked by one of the biggest hair extension companies ever 
to do hair for one of the biggest fashion companies ever, hosted by one of the biggest influencers ever. Definitely a pinch me moment for me. For the other people on the job, I'm sure it's just a normal day. But for me, I'm literally buzzing. This was like a pivotal pivotal moment in my career. I um, can't believe it. I'm so excited. So that was that good news. I was literally buzzing. I was in no rush to get home because Alex was collecting the kids that night because obviously I was in Birmingham and I didn't know what the traffic would be like. Um, and then as I went to get in the car to go home, I got a call from the car garage where I would test drove the car and left a deposit to say that my finance had been declined from all of the lenders. So basically I haven't had anything on finance for four years since I lost my fashion business and inherited all that debt. And it seems like that debt um, and that dent on my mark, I am like, I'm on a payment plan. I've not missed a payment since I've sorted it out, but that mark is still on my file. So I'm unable to get a car with them. So anyway, I looked online and I thought, you know what? I'm a good payer. I've never missed a car payment ever. Since I've inherited that debt, I've never missed a payment for that debt ever. Like I'm not, yes, something unfortunate happened, but I shouldn't be still being punished for it when you know I work hard and I earn enough money to get this car. So I looked online and um, I did an online application. They rang me straight away, this online um, finance provider. And they basically said that we can provide you with um, higher purchase only so you like have to buy the car outright which I guess is not a bad thing but the payments were going to be higher um, and, and that's all I could do so I had to find a car had to reduce the cost of the car because the car that I was getting there I could have afforded um, on a PCP where you do a balloon at the end but now I was only being accepted for HP the payments were bigger so I was like you know what it's a car I've got a certain budget I'm going to stick to it I'm going to get a slightly cheaper car ask for my deposit back and I'm gonna find a car. So me and Alex are looking for a car. We're trying to like factor in what my part exchange is and he is trying to help me, he's really trying to help me. But he keeps making little comments that are frustrating me. Obviously I'm a bit pissed off that I didn't get the car that I want. I'm pissed off that I didn't get the finance. Um, and then the he said something like, oh, you're getting ripped off with your um, part exchange. Obviously he meant you're not getting a great money for it because when you hand it into a dealer, you don't get the same retail value. And I was trying to explain that to him. And he's like, oh, I'm just trying to help you. Like, and then we just got into a bit of an unnecessary, I was really frustrated and I was snapping at him. I ended up losing my shit, threw my phone at him. I had a glass of Prosecco in my hand that splashed everywhere. Um, I tried to storm off to go up to bed, but then I had to go and collect the phone from where I threw it at him. Um, I went up to bed and I did actually burst into tears because obviously with all the stress of what was going on at the office yesterday, then me getting the car, then not getting the car, then having the argument with him because I was actually just throwing a hissy fit. I wasn't getting what I wanted. I wasn't getting the car that I wanted, the more expensive one at the price that I wanted. I was gonna end up paying more for a car that's a cheaper price because the, the rate that they'd given me was shitter. He was trying to help me, but he was also frustrating me at the same time. And I just lost my shit and I just cried. Um, and that's what I do sometimes. I literally have a build-up of, if I have too many stressful things going on at one time, then it makes me like super stressed and I end up crying and going to bed early. So yeah, cried and went to bed early. So Wednesday, fresh day, still a little bit stressed from the things that had gone on in the office and you know, the car situation, but also trying to be really grateful that, okay, 
I'm still gonna get a car, but it is what it is. Can't change what's happened. Let's just get on with it. Quite a busy day at the salon. Um, in between clients, I was trying to like ring up about cars and find cars and blah, 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 blah. So I was just like literally trying to multitask. I also um, was trying to get Diary of a CEO tickets and at 10 o'clock they went on sale and I was meant to remember and book them. At 10.45 I remembered and I'm in the middle of doing a client. She's a regular client and she's like, look, just stop, go and get the tickets. Every single bloody ticket that I clicked on, I couldn't even get to the checkout because it kept selling out. So I kept having to refresh it. Bearing in mind I've got a client in the seat, I felt really guilty, but she's like, no, just do it. Um, I ended up getting tickets. Um, so that was really, really good and I was really, really happy. Um, and they're on my actual birthday, so I'm going to see it on March the 13th in Manchester. And by the end of Wednesday, I had found a really, really nice car um, that I liked. Sorted it with the new finance company online, got the documents sent over, signed for it, was super happy, went to collect uh, the kids with Alex as usual and relaxed with a glass of Prosecco that night and I actually felt a little bit better and I, I, that's the kind of the way that I am. Like if things go my way, I'm generally smiling. If I'm stressed about things, like literally I can't get them off my mind. So yeah, I was super happy that I went to bed um, smiling on Wednesday night because I found a car and signed for it and I was really excited. Announced it to the world, um, showed everybody, this is the car that I'm getting. Um, yeah, so I was buzzing about that. So we're on Thursday. Thursday is my chill day with the kids. I say chill day, it can be very hectic, but I always have the day off with the kids on Thursdays and we usually go and see my mum. Um, so yeah, we stay in our pajamas usually till about 10 and they play and I do bits of social media and I play with them and we get stuff out and they were being um, okay, but they just kept fighting. So they fight really, really bad. So like, say if I leave the room to go to the toilet, like. Kingsley will end up getting hurt and Nyla will be like, it was an accident. I'm like, you can't accidentally pinch someone. Um, yeah, they do fight a lot. They get on, but they fight a lot. They like argue over, I had it first and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, carried on with my manifesting that day as well. Um, and I am at the minute in talks with a few investors. So I was manifesting investment. So I was doing the 369 method manifesting investment. Um, then, before I went to my mum's, I had a call from the finance company um, for the car that I'd signed for the day before to say that apparently, whilst I was on the phone signing for this car and buying the car, electronically signing for it, another one of their salesmen apparently was on the forecourt and they'd taken the deposit for it from, for somebody else. So basically, they'd sold the car from under me. Bear in mind, I've announced it on social media and everything the day before, the last night. Um, so I was absolutely gutted. I was complaining, I was kicking off about it, um, but they, they were just having none of it. So anyway, I went to my mum's and the kids were being a little bit naughty. So just fighting a lot and just generally not letting me do anything, not even letting me relax and have a cup of tea with um, my mum. Then later on, whilst I'm at my mum's still, Sam would tell me about a reply we'd had from um, the company that we're not looking after was properly that can't really say what they do, but they weren't doing it properly. Um, and I was trying to draft another reply to them. So I'm properly stressed at this point and just feel like, oh, my week is starting to go back downhill again. Um, so I had a chilled night. Um, 
after the, you know, went home, met Alex at home, sorted the kids out, got them in bed for eight. Um, and actually I got in bed for eight o'clock myself with a cup of tea and I watched Dragon's Den, um, which is really easy to watch now that I'm not on it. But I went to bed and I didn't overthink stuff. It wasn't a great day, but it was just another one of those days, I guess. So now we're on Friday and I'm back in the office for the morning. Um, so dropped the kids at nursery as I do, got them there on time, got to the office on time. And I decided I was gonna continue looking for a car. Um, so I found another car um, and it was with a different um, garage, but they used the same finance company. Um, the car was the same price as the one that I'd found that had been sold from under me. Weirdly, the finance company, the exact same company, bearing in mind I'm the exact same person, the car's the exact same price, came back with monthly payments that were 23 quid higher. How? 23 quid a month higher. Now, bearing in mind, they've already offered me finance the day before on the car that got sold from under me. So how are they now offering me um, a higher rate on a different car with a different dealer that pissed me off really pissed me off and i was like there's no way that this can be done so i was like to the garage leave it with me i'm going to call the finance company um myself um in the meantime i um also found out that the podcast table that i was waiting for that was two days late so it's the table that i was doing my podcast on um I was like, where is it? Let's chase it. Then they said, oh, by the way, we've sold you an out of stock item. It's not coming. Bear in mind, it's Friday and I wanted to record my first podcast on Sunday. So now I have no table. Not that I need a table, but I wanted it all set up and done nicely before I started recording. So anyway, I asked for a refund and had to start looking for a new table. Meanwhile, I've now got to go to the salon and do um, a set of hair. Um, the girl whose hair I was doing is actually somebody I used to be best friends with at school. Um, and it turned out amazing, gave her a free product. You know, we don't really talk anymore, but I was like, you know, still remember the days we were best friends at school and, and it's good to be nice. So gave her a free product. Um, whilst I'm at the salon, um, it was an eventful day Friday, as you can tell, somebody's called the office, an investor that has said that they're basically interested in investing. Um, they've watched the episode five times. They've been in the hair extension industry before and they're really interested in getting back into it and having a conversation with me. So Sam booked them in my diary um, for the following week um, to speak to me, which was actually today. It's Tuesday today. Um, so yeah, <laughs> randomly, they didn't, they didn't answer the phone. <laughs> so that didn't actually happen. But on the day, I was really like buzzing about it. Because um, every now and again, even though it's weeks and weeks after Dragon's Den, we still get people like still interested. And I am, although I'm in talks with, you know some of my dream investors and I'm going to do podcasts all about that um I am still keeping my options open um so anyway went back to um the office I forgot to say actually in the morning my little case arrived um that I'm going to be taking to London for the Molly May job and I'm so sad but I've brought loads of new stuff and all a new case so I can look all like professional with all the other professionals I did say to Sam though like they're going to be like why is all of her stuff brand new it is going to look a bit weird but at the same time, hopefully they ain't gonna be cared whether my stuff's brand new or not. We're all there to do a job. So I need to stop overthinking like absolutely everything. So anyway, yeah, did the nursery run. So after I'd finished in the office, um, 
did the nursery run. So after I'd done Lindsay's hair, I went back to the office, um, just tied a few things up and then went and did the nursery run with Alex. And we, when we put the, after we put the kids to bed, so we always have like a couple of hours playtime when we get back from nursery as usual and have quality family time. We watched the Tinder Swindler. If you've not seen it on Netflix, you need to watch it. Absolutely flipping gobsmacked that somebody, you need to watch it. I don't want to give it away, but I was literally gobsmacked. Literally, me and Alex like were like looking for him on Instagram and seeing if he was still doing it. And like, he literally basically is. It's absolutely nuts. I literally couldn't believe it. Um, whilst I was watching that, I was multitasking. I built a landing page um, on ClickFunnels, which is really hard to use, um, but I learned how to use it when I did, um, I had a mentor for six months um, at one stage when I'd started Naked Weave. Um, and as part of that mentorship group, they taught you how to use ClickFunnels, which basically builds landing pages and like you can take email addresses, direct them places. Well, I built that whilst I was watching the Tinder Swindler. So I'm quite a good multitasker. Like even when I'm at home and non-work time, you never ever, really really switch off from working when you've got your own business and to be honest it's i get it's frustrating for family because a lot of people say i'm always on my phone i'm always working but when you've got stuff to do and when you're really passionate about your business if something kicks off when you're at home you can't ignore it because it's your business you're going to have to deal with it at some point and me personally i like to if i'm stressed about something i like to get it dealt with i don't like it hanging in the in the loop and if i've got stuff to do and if i'm excited about stuff like i was really excited about building that landing page i just wanted to do it um that night so i did it whilst i was watching tinder swindler and then went to bed i wasn't that anxious i was super happy about building my landing page um it hadn't been that much of a bad day um i was pissed off with the finance company um about the car and i'd had a complaint logged with them but it was clear they weren't going to do anything about it so i had to go back to the drawing board um, and yeah, start looking for a car again. Bear in mind, I told everybody that I was having the other car, the one that had got sold from under me. I just literally haven't mentioned it to anyone. So people still think that I'm probably getting that car, but that's the thing, you share the good stuff, but you can't be asked to share that actually it got sold from under you. You're not having that car. It's bloody embarrassing. But yeah, so yeah, back to the drawing board for looking for a car. Then it's Saturday. Uh, Saturday's always manic um, at the salon. Um, there's only me and one other stylist now because my other full-time stylist now doesn't work Saturday. So it was a really weird Saturday without her. I'm still, it's not been long since she's stopped um, doing Saturday. So it was a really weird Saturday without her, but really good day all in all. Finished on time. Everybody was happy with the hair. I loved all of the hair that I did. Literally, I still love my salon. I love being there. Um, cleaned it all up at the end because I'm teaching on the Monday um, and yeah started getting the stuff out ready for the courses um, so yeah it was a really really just nice happy day without any drama the first kind of day that week that Saturday was without any drama um, came home chilled um, and yeah it was it was just all in all a nice day and a nice chilled evening chilled with Alex and it was lovely Obviously when I get home on Saturdays, it's not like that late. So I still have time with the kids. Um, I tend to try and finish at four or before. Um, so yeah, I still get lots of playtime with the kids as well. I am considering doing every other Saturday or quitting Saturdays, but I haven't fully decided yet what I'm gonna do with that. 
and then we get to Sunday. So I had planned to record my podcast, my first one, my introduction one, you may have listened to it before this, on this Sunday. So Sunday the 8th of Feb, oh no, it's not Sunday the 8th, Sunday the 6th of Feb, um, and I was gonna go really early, like seven in the morning, and film it at the office whilst it was like nice and quiet and there's no, no, not loads of traffic outside. It was hammering it down with rain and it was really windy and really noisy, so I couldn't go at seven. So I decided to go at eight. The plan was to go at eight um, and be back for 11 and then we could go and do soft play and have a family day. Um, I'm really good that I've got really, I'm really like lucky that I've got a really supportive husband. So if I wanna do like extra work and things that I'm excited about, he kind of like will just have the kids for me, which is amazing, I'm so lucky. So yeah, I got to the office about eight. It was still quite noisy. Um, I tested the podcast equipment actually the day before and it was all working fine. Anyway, went to use it, wouldn't work. The microphone was just not picking up. Literally, it took me an hour to get it working. And for some reason, where if I don't have the microphone plugged in, before the laptop starts, say I plug it in after the laptop starts and then I go on my editing software, it doesn't recognize it. So I literally have to have it plugged in when the computer starts. And I only realized this by restarting it. Um, yeah, so wasted an hour. I was planning to record three episodes. I actually managed to record one and edit <laughs> one. But yeah, I finished for about 11, came home, kids were having dinner, did Nyla's hair, just like, we just have so much fun when we're together as a family. We're really, really silly. Um, and then, yeah, we went out to soft play. Um, and yeah, just had a really nice, like, fun afternoon with the kids. We went to Dobby's and chose some cakes. Came home, ate them, played some more. Um, whilst I was at the soft play, I was actually editing, like, Canva promo material um, to get my podcast live because um, I'd edited it obviously in the morning and I managed to get it live um, whilst we was at the soft play um, and do some of the promo while the kids were playing. So I definitely do do a lot of multitasking and I definitely do do a lot of work whilst I'm not really in work hours. But I think that's the name of the game. When you're passionate and excited, you, you tend to just, you're always in, in work mode and it's just one of those. And I managed to like balance it quite nicely and I'm quite good at like multitasking um and then in that evening i had a coaching call so i've got my own mentorship group where i do live coaching calls every month they can ask me questions if they don't ask me questions i still give them a bit of advice anyway and do a little bit of a training um so i did a live coaching call and i did a little bit of training um for all the people in in my group and then we continued watching we're watching something on netflix called safe and oh my God, I am hooked. Like literally hooked. Um, it's It's been so, so good. Um, another recommendation. Um, yeah, and then just a chilled, chilled night. So another day that had gone good. So as you can see, it was a week full of ups and downs, stress, the tantrum that I had throwing the phone at Alex crying um i think i also cried on thursday night i think i forgot to say because i was on the phone to sam trying to sort something out and the kids were just shouting really loud obviously it's my day off but if i needed to send an email or if i see something that i need action in straight away i need to be on the phone to her 
Um, but the kids were just not letting me be on the phone. Alex was home as well. So they were playing, but they were screaming and just like, Nyla hates me going on the phone. And it makes me feel really, really guilty because I know she hates it, but sometimes I just have to do it. It's literally two minutes. It's not like all day, every day I'm on calls when I'm not at work. But sometimes you just have to sort shit out. Otherwise I would have been anxious that night. Um, and I'm trying to reduce like how anxious I get and how stressed I get about things. But when I've got things hanging over my head, I get anxious. So I like to, I like to know that any problems are dealt with. Um, so yeah, anyway, that was my week. Let me know if you've got any questions. I feel like I covered um, everything and I had to make notes because obviously I knew that I was going to be recording this like after the whole week had been done. Um, and it's now um, a couple of days after obviously the week's finished. But yeah, that's just like, that is actually a typical week. It's up and down all the time. There's always a bit of excitement and there's always a bit of stress. Um, and I think I manage it okay, to be honest. I think, you know, I've accepted that my life is sometimes stressful and I've learned how to multitask. So that is the end of episode two, a week in the life of me chasing dreams, basically. Um, don't forget to subscribe. Please, please share it on social media and tag me and don't hesitate to drop into my DMs. And the next episode is going to be all about investment. So our investment journey before Dragon's Den, during Dragon's Den, what happened behind the scenes, what's happened after Dragon's Den, and where we are now. And it is a juicy one, so you won't want to miss it. See you next time.